0: You're listening to Motherhood Ignited, a podcast for mompreneurs, creatives, and influencers who are rocking the beautiful balance between working passionately and nurturing presently. I'm your host, Christy Keen, and every week I interview inspiring mom bosses, brands, and industry experts to bring you the knowledge, tools, and strategies to grow your influence and business through purposeful online content creation. So come in and cozy up, mamas, and get ready to ignite your goals. Hello, mamas. So if you have been over to the Mommy Influencer Podcast Insiders page, I recently asked what content would bring value to the space, and the suggestion from today's guest is a conversation and dialogue that has got to be addressed. So Brittany Ferta, the boss behind the small business Poppy Laurel, said, and this is in quotes from what she typed into the Facebook group, professionalism in brand partnerships I'd like to hear from both brands and influencers about how super small brands hold their influencers accountable for product in return for marketing. Also, from influencers on what they expect to to provide for products. I know everyone is working toward the goal of being compensated monetarily, but until then, the professionalism has to be established. I have been burned so many times by micro-influencers, and I think just some basic dialogue on professionalism can help both the businesses and the influencers. You've always been insanely professional, so I think you have a lot of wisdom to share. Wow. Um, So many thoughts and feelings came to mind when I read that suggestion And whether you are a brand or an influencer, I hope my conversation with Brittany today can shed some light on this topic and definitely help establish boundaries and expectations. So Brittany, thank you so much for submitting that. And why don't you introduce yourselves to listeners and share a little bit more about Poppy Laurel and what you do.
1: All right. Thank you so much for having me on, first off. Um, I have already listened to two and a half of your episodes, so
0: Yay. avid listener
1: already. Um, it's Podcasts are my go-to for
0: working. Uh, oh, so my I'll gosh. Go- I know. I'm like, how do moms survive without podcasts? Because it's just- You do mini ones, um, which
1: I didn't yes. know you were coming out with, and I love mini ones for like if I have to go to the grocery store and I want to listen to something other than the child crying in the backseat. Um, That's
0: such a good point. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm with so you. I'm the same way.
1: Love that you're doing mini and full on, like, you know, hour long podcasts. I like the uh, diversity there. That's really awesome. Thank you. Uh, so I own Poppy Laurel, uh, which is kind of a very subdued way to say that uh I hand sew all of my baby clothes, uh, baby to children. It's, uh, typically anywhere from six to 12 months for the clothes to six years. Um, we do bonnets and bows. Uh, I started out with slings and recently, uh, in about, I think it was two months ago, made the transition into clothes. So, yeah, it's um, it's kind of that slow, cloth movement. Uh, most of my designs try to grow with your with your child, so that um, while you're spending the money on something that is handcrafted, you're not looking at it in the closet two weeks later, like, "Well, this doesn't fit."
0: Yes, um. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my I life. <laughs> I feel like, and, no, I mean, I hate looking in my closet and right. seeing something outgrown, but I love what you're producing that is a solution to that pain point. I think yeah. it's awesome. It's not, it's not
1: super detrimental when, you know, you've got the the two girls in a row, but like I had a girl and then a boy. So the amount of things that I was able to reuse was nil. Um, And so I wanted to make sure that everything was, was being worn for quite a good amount of time. And also that the fabric that I was using was able to be washed a ton of times. And I mostly work with linen and cotton, Uh, blends because it just holds up for so long and it's durable it's it's able to be worn playtime through you know pretty picture time
0: so and they are so cute and so beautiful. If you haven't <laughs> checked out Poppy Laurel on Instagram and her shop, it is adorable. And there's a pretty adorable little Charlie model in some of the pictures you might see. Oh, yes. We love our and Charlie model. <laughs> she's so sweet. And are, so are you doing slings at all anymore? I'm doing a few. Uh, I'm, I'm still tested. I'm still,
1: you know, um, BCIA rated. That's Baby Carrier International Alliance, um, Industry Alliance. Um, so I still make them, um, it just, it takes a lot of fabric to create slings and keeping that on hand became really hard, especially when I'm a military wife and we move, we have moved every year. This is the first year in three years that we will be in one spot more than 12 months. So it just kind of came down to the point where I was like, I can't keep this amount of inventory on hand at any given time. So that was one of the big pushes. Another big push was I was just not feeling entirely creatively or, you know, filled creatively. Um, I don't really think I'm saying that right, but I, I, I don't want to say I got bored cause I still love making slings and I love what they represent and the closeness and the bonding. Um, but I just really was interested in branching out. And so I did.
0: And so yeah, and I think that. that's so important yeah. when people feel that calling to do something more or to create something. I just admire people who dig in and do that. And just I love that you mentioned that you're a military wife because small business owner, military wife, mom, it is not easy doing any of those things alone, but blending all of them and balancing that life is got to be tough. And I definitely can't wait to touch on time management further in this interview. Mm -hmm. But I love setting the tone for the fact that that is who you are. And did you guys catch that she hand- sews all of these clothes, okay? Like she does not have a production company or ship them away overseas. Like this is a mama at home in her free time that is hand-making these clothing, okay? So when we get into the talk about brands and influencers and what it means when a small shop sends you a piece of clothing or a product in exchange for post just. I think it's so important to keep in mind that these are human hands <laughs> that go into this, these small businesses. Yep. Yep. I mean, it, yeah, it's not easy. I I would love to say that it
1: is. Um, I don't have uh, independent <laughs> babies, I guess. I have like stage five clingers. So mm-hmm. I um, know, I know that feeling. <laughs> it's a lot of like, five minutes at the sewing machine at a time between babies crying and needing something. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, it's not like I've worked for four hours, but something that I do end up sending out has taken a really good amount of time to finish. So...
0: Yeah, that is amazing. I am in awe of you. When you (laughs) – when I – I think I found out at a photo shoot that you hand-sewed everything. I just – again, I'm aloof. I'm not somebody who owns a business or knows – really has ever had to look into the behind the scenes. And when I heard that, I was like, holy crap. Like that is so amazing and next level and I love it and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. And I really want to dig into your question from the um, Mommy Influencer Podcast Insiders group because I agree that there is so much that gets lost in translation <laughs> with these collabs. And the partnerships generally start out with so much excitement, like just so excited that somebody reached out to you, so excited that um, this influencer has chosen to work with you too. So on both ends, there's excitement. Um And I, I guess first would like to hear how do you find influencers to work with or go about influencer outreach right now?
1: Oh, right now. So I'm definitely very low on the, on the reaching out right now, just because I've been so busy with the shift over into clothes. Um, I haven't really done a whole lot since probably last, uh, last summer, right before I had my second. Um, And so mostly I will, I will find people that I enjoy following. Uh, I try. So I've had a lot of people come to me, um, looking to collaborate. Uh, I will say like my number one red flag is if somebody just emails me their statistics and I can tell that the only thing they've changed for that email was my name at the be- at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will, I will literally just, just delete it. I, because it's such a personal brand. It's, it is, I posted a, a recent post via Instagram that I haven't been in front of the camera via my shop very often, but now I don't understand why, because it is literally the most personal brand I, I can think of is, is literally making it entirely myself. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. when I get that general Hi, I'd like to work with you. My my Instagram does this, or my blog does this. Here's two links, and I just—it's not genuine. Um,
0: oh yeah, I actually right before I sat down for this interview with you recorded a MIP mini episode about pitch emails, mm-hmm. and that is one of the biggest takeaways that I want people <laughs> to have from that. It's like be genuine. <laughs> Like people know when you have just copied and pasted these emails, but especially when you're reaching out to a small brand like yourself, a small business, it's like, like we said, I'm just so glad we touched on the tone that this is a human on the other side. Like, right. Like I'm literally
1: reading every word of this email because it's just me. It's not like I'm asking someone to, Hey, go through this. It's not like I have a ton of people emailing me, but it's not like I'm just telling someone to go through and find one. I'm reading them all myself. So if you can't bring something genuine to the email, I won't even look – I'll just stop.
0: Yeah. And it's a waste of time, right? Like we're all busy. We all have certain goals we're trying to reach and it just becomes a waste of time. Right. And I I think it goes both ways too when you have somebody reaching out to an influencer, whether it's a brand or somebody who does network marketing or whatever the case may be. Yeah, because I've reached out
1: to people and – the, you know, a, a few of the people, um, I think, I can't remember who it was, uh, but I reached out to her. We didn't end up working together, but the way that I reached out to her was in no way disingenuine. I made sure that I had seen, I'd been following her for all, th- that's one more thing. Please don't reach out to a brand to work with them if you're not even following them. Such a good point. <laughs> because I do check that.
0: Yeah, that is that is a really good point.
1: <laughs> like, if you, if you maybe just threw in a... Instagram hashtag and then came across my Instagram and decided that you were going to send a phishing email, it's not the way to go. It's, it's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, but I did, when I do send emails out or, or direct messages, I always make sure that I've been following that person for a while and that I really like what their, what their feed looks like. Uh, when I did slings, I made sure that they were either interested in baby wearing or, if I never saw them with a sling, I, you know, asked them, have you tried ring slings? I think that was how I reached out to you actually.
0: Um, yeah. And I was so glad you did because I had another <laughs> ring sling and I, I mean, I had such anxiety putting it on, but I couldn't, I didn't know the brand owner as personally, like it, it wasn't as personal of a conversation to like find out the how-to. Right. So when you reached out, again, the personal aspect of it, I was when I got this sling, I was like, okay, this is great. I can actually ask you how to use it without having an anxiety attack <laughs> because you know I'm just a mama like in postpartum, like thrust of anxiety as it is. Yes. So yeah, that's that's so true.
1: And they are they do have a learning curve. And the last mm-hmm. thing that you want to do, I remember that was one of my biggest things with the, the type of fabric that I use for my ring slings was I didn't want you to have to work at getting your baby in there because by the time you need to put that baby in the ring sling, they're probably over it. So you're already mm-hmm. at, you know, a nine, 10 stress level because the baby's crying. He's unhappy. She's unhappy. And you just, you want to be able to hold them, but your arms hurt. Like that's not the time to be able to to say, Oh, well, I really should probably work through, through <laughs> the, the rings a few times to soften it up. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to fly.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I have been on that side of the coin for sure. And I appreciated the softness of your material and how it slid through. Just a side note on what we're talking about, but that was like a big yeah. appreciation of that. So yeah, I
1: just number one, just genuine. Um, I, I really, I look at every message that everyone sends me. Um, I've had to say no to a lot this last year. Uh, one side of the coin was I got burned by quite a few in a row. Um, and yeah, so
0: tell me a a little bit more about that when you said you've been burned. Uh, like just
1: honestly sending people things. They'd said, I would love to collaborate with you. And I said, okay, I would, I would really appreciate a few posts and a few stories. And then a month goes by and I've gotten nothing. And then two months go by and oh, you know, I've been I've been so busy, and it's like, oh, I get that everyone is busy, but this was a business relationship that was this was not me as a friend sending you something. This I I believed was a business transaction, and you're not holding up your end, and that's that's money. That's I I haven't taken a paycheck. This is a, a startup business. That's time out of my day. That you know, could have been spent working on something else that would have been sold. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: So it might not seem like a lot, but it is when you can't hold up your end of the deal. And it, it just, it leaves a really, really soft spot. And um, I stopped saying yes to people that I didn't inadvertently know through other people uh, for quite some time. And then I had my second and I Kind of just took a, a couple months off um, in general. Um, but yeah, I, I got picky and I don't want to be cheated by any means, but I also can't afford to send, I just can't afford to give mm-hmm. free things out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense. If that and was the case, I'd do a giveaway a day, but I did. Right? I know. I know we all wish it could be just so simple. And with your outreach, so whether you've, I would say, I guess I want to know real quick do you, when you work with influencers, what's the ratio on influencers you have reached out to or somebody who's reached out to you?
1: Uh, I would say uh, I probably get reached out to more often, which is good, honestly, just because when I am on Instagram, I, I try not to spend my time doing that. Um, I, I try to be productive and spend my time yeah. um, commenting or engaging. Uh, I try not to just search. Uh, so I would say probably two to one on people who contact me. Uh, and then maybe okay. 25% of the people that contact me, I actually end up collabing with.
0: Okay. well, And so that... Just to bring up a little point that's kind of blowing my mind, and I hate to use the word tacky because I don't want to insult anybody that you've worked with in the past, but if somebody's reaching out to you to work together, and then not fulfilling their end of the bargain, that just—I don't know—is kind of blowing my mind right now.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> just—and and, it—it it hurts a little. It—it, it, you know, my, in my mind, it's—it's it's literally just me behind here. So the first thing that I think is, well, they didn't like it. And at yeah. that point, it's like, but you you said that you you wanted this so badly because you were so interested. And then, you know, that's the – I guess I'm a, I'm a pretty confident person, but that's where I get very unconfident.
0: I can see um, that. And then, you know, and there – maybe there is somebody who is like, okay, this didn't fit or this didn't – I don't know. Whatever the case may be, it wasn't – if it was in the sling phase, like maybe this didn't use ring slings. That, right. I guess – Continuing the conversation, it, that's where I really I want to talk about that in a little bit too, because that's where it can make a big difference in the brand relationship and right. professionalism, and which is what was honest. the big want to talk on. Yes,
1: yes. I mean, there's there's nothing professional about being dishonest. And if you if you didn't like it or you you know it wasn't what you expected, that's fine. Every, you know there are people from all walks of life doing all different things, and we are a you know, a, a big group of, of moms that like different things, it's not always going to be for you. I'm okay with knowing that. But when you just go ghost, that's mm-hmm. not, and it's not that I have a ton of connections, but I will talk to someone else, another business owner at some point, if they ask, you know, who do you love to work with? And I'm going to give them my suggestions mm-hmm. and you're
0: probably not going to be on that list. Yeah. Or maybe there's a conversation that doesn't leave your reputation in a in a good light, so interesting. And then when you're when you are talking with these influencers before you send the product, do you have contracts in place or uh, specific deadlines, or is it just all based on the honor system? Uh, I would. So I I do a sort
1: of a deadline. Um, I try to get kind of a a span of uh, promotion where. I would really like one photo within two weeks, so so pretty quickly. Then if you could just get the next one within the month, and then if you could do another one three months from there, just so that A, I think if you really are enjoying the product that you're giving that you're getting. Your followers, whether you have 500 followers or 50,000 followers, are going to see, well, you know, this person has continued to use it. So that, in turn, is going to promote both of us, and I'm going to continue to want to work with you because you're doing more than the bare minimum um, of just, like, the one to two. But really, I only require – I mean, I, that's, the, that's the hard thing. There's really no way to require anything <laughs> – when you're just giving them product <laughs> gotcha so it, it gets basically it is on the honor system when you're just sending someone product and that's kind of scary but you know some people some people live up and and are professional and do really really well uh, and I continue to work with them I've I've done a fair amount of like brand rep ty- style things where I'll give them 50% off um, of one of my products so that I guess they have kind of some skin in the game, but mm-hmm. they're getting a good discount. Uh, and I don't know, I guess that just makes me feel a little bit safer, safeguarded, um, as far as giving out stuff, because at least like my production cost is,
0: co- is covered. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. And so I guess I want to touch on from the influencer side of things for people who are listening. Cause I love hearing, like I said, I think it's so important. That people got to hear the brand side of it because, again, the human element and the fact that you do get hurt and, you know, you do question your product altogether or your vision and your what you're doing, which totally stinks because what you're doing is gorgeous and amazing. <laughs> and I hate that anybody would, you know, That's, ghost I mean, it's, you and make you feel any it's, less than – yeah, yeah. But it's still it still stinks. Like I – I've, I've been on the other side of that too. And, um, and so from the influencer side of things, like I can't stress enough how important it is to be completely open about your timeline and expectations. And I know for me, for the current level that I'm at and for new listeners who don't know me from my Instagram, I have, um, a little over a hundred thousand followers and I do, um, do a lot of brand work, and I have to be honest that right now I'm having less and less availability in my content calendar for unpaid collaboration, but when it is a brand or a product with a mission or just something that I love that I want to support, I have a general response that I think um, starts the conversation really openly and honestly so I, I want to share that because if Brittany were to reach out to me, which obviously I work with Brittany. I love Brittany. I love Poppy Laurel. And <laughs> if you haven't seen a picture of my Charlie in the little outfits, then you can't understand exactly how perfectly adorable it is. But I'll share one actually in the show notes for this post. Um, but I usually – if somebody reached out to me to offer me free product – I would respond and say, thank you so much for considering me to share your brand. I know a lot of work and heart goes into your small business and currently due to high demand, I'm not able to guarantee a quick turnaround time for post. But if you can allow me some time to organically try your product and have some flexibility with when the posting date could be, then I would be happy to continue this conversation and talk details. And if that sounds like something that works for you, please email me back, posting requirements, expectations on what a win would look like with this partnership. So I think That's right. up a perfect upfront, letdown. Like
1: I would be fine with it.
0: <laughs> and it's not a letdown, right? It's, it's me saying like, I, I'm not saying no, I, there's, I'm busy and I want to work with you. Like I, you know, I'm interested, but here's honestly, like, I can't guarantee you that I can do a one post in two weeks. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And I'm, and you know that right if, so if we're continuing the conversation you're not you're not in your head already setting yourself up to think I'm posting in 2 weeks like right. the dialogue is open i'm being very upfront with what my calendar looks like and you know already we're on the starting off on a better foot of expectations i guess right and then and that might be something you're not interested in you might read that email and say okay she sounds really busy and maybe the timeline's not going to work for the launch of this product, right? Or maybe, I've, I've or maybe had you're that. like, yeah, I've or had maybe that where I
1: needed to get a product, like I was launching a brand new collection, you know, my summer collection, and I needed a a quick, you know, push for the the two week launch that's two weeks out, and yeah, that probably wouldn't work. But at the same time, it's not like I would. It wouldn't be your fault. That would be my time constraints and. I mean I would hope anyone would understand that yeah. everyone gets busy.
0: Yeah, and that's fine and you, and then it's just like there and it's up front and you know right away what that looks like.
1: Yeah, as long as everyone's on the same page, it's it it works out nicely for everyone. I I will say that I was awful in the past and I think I think at some point I was just like, "Oh, you know, whatever you can get." <laughs> when I was first starting out, uh, and mm-hmm. And that was definitely not the way to go. Um, right. And so then I started <laughs> being super clear. Yeah. Yes. And then I started being a little bit more specific with it, with the expectations. Uh, and again, if you can't, I've had a few people who have gotten things, and then you know their kid gets sick. Look, I get it. I've I've got two babies. You don't. Please don't stress. I've had some people like, I'm so sorry, and and mess, and I'm like. I've seen your Instagram posts. Your child is sick. Like, please don't stress yourself out. Now, if you're posting promotional stuff for five other companies, and I've heard crickets for the last two months, please don't expect for me to give you anything ever again.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you're you, just not being you follow odd. Do you follow up on those, like, when – So say you and I had this email conversation back and forth and we said, okay, great. We're going to make this work in a month's time or by, I I'm very specific because I think it's important. And, um, I think it is courtesy to the brand and myself to have a specific deadline. So say you and I are talking and we say, okay, July 12th, this post is going to go live. Um, I'll send you insights 24 hours later July twelfth comes around and it's not posted. Are you? How are? You, or how are you doing follow up at that point? Or are you? I mean, the first is
1: obviously just a quick little reminder. I have had to do specific day reminders, uh, like especially right before I had um, baby number two, because there was a point in time where I was like, I, I can't work anymore, so I need all of these. Um, I can't even think of. It. I've got mom brain. Um, I need all of these things that have been set into motion to you know come to fruition before I go on maternity leave air quotes which is basically me just not working as much um so yeah I had deadlines where I needed and I will bother you I will message you every
0: day I think that's great. I love I love when somebody reminds me because I think we all get so busy um it's the you're mental not, reply too. I mean, everyone
1: does it. The mental reply where you check your phone mm-hmm. and I'm sure a, a story, story of them in life, life right? <laughs> And I get it. I totally get it, which is why I have no problem every other day saying, hey, just popping in again to see if, if you've gotten the post. Is everything working out okay? Do you need help? Is it the right size? And this is obviously only if I haven't heard from the person now, but if I do get the the photos back, then I'm gonna I'm gonna let you alone, and I'm gonna let you do what you're supposed to be doing as an influencer, and I'm just gonna gonna sit back and enjoy the partnership.
0: Yeah, and and I'm sure if somebody wrote back and there was an issue, that's fine too. It's the problem is when there's no communication and people just aren't following through. Is exactly. what it sounds like exactly.
1: I mean, like I said, we are all human. Things come up, but don't ever in a business relationship, think that not saying anything is better than using the excuse for why you got busy. At least say, you know, at least give yourself a next deadline, you know, Oh crap, I missed this deadline. And, and maybe it was, you just forgot it happens. Um, but at least go back and say, I am so sorry. I will have you, you know, two posts in the next two weeks, even though we were only, scheduled to do one post in one week, um, that'll, that'll go miles
0: for your relationship. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm not going to lie. Like I, even when I read that post from you on the Facebook page, like I, I know that I have been guilty of falling short sometimes and I've set things in place now since then. And I hope this conversation and things that we'll touch on as we Um, wrap up in the next 15 minutes or so will help somebody to avoid that because the anxiety and guilt isn't worth it. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, you end up, it it weighs on your shoulders when you say yes to these partnerships and you know you were supposed to deliver and you didn't. And sometimes it might seem easier to just ignore it or not follow through. I don't know. I don't know what, what the mindset is. I think it's just people need to have conversations openly, I think there needs to be kind of a little bit of just, uh, what am I looking What's the word that I'm looking for? Like a protocol in place for how you handle your brand relationships and how you handle your conversation.
1: I wish there was a, uh, you know, like a, a word template for, for what kind of, um, basic outline, you know, you could, send people, but there isn't. So it's really got to be a conversation between the two of you. And I, I mean, I know that, and like I said, everyone's goal, if they're trying to be an influencer is to make it to the point that you're at where you can support your family monetarily, not just by getting things. But I also know that getting things from a small business Proves your worth as an influencer in how you promote that person that you're working with. So, brands down the road who are going to pay for you are going to look at your posts promoting someone else. So, I might be a small stepping stone, but I'm still a stone you need to
0: step on mm-hmm. to get oh, to yeah. that next level. Uh, it, I, so- I talk about that a lot just um, free product and product in exchange for a post. You know, it's not a bad thing, especially when you're starting out and growing your following and figuring it out because you get to practice your photography, you get to practice content creation, you get to have these conversations with brands that are so important. Like, and it just, it blows my mind. Like if somebody from Pampers or Fisher Price were reaching out, like you wouldn't ghost them, you know? <laughs> like, I hope not. And, and there's way less of that necessary, that human element there, you know? So um, and speaking of templates, like I am going to um with this um podcast episode, have a template on the show notes that people can download just as kind of like even just a checklist of hey, i this is a brand relationship. Has this stuff been established before we move forward? right? And That's, so that would be great, yeah, I think it would be really helpful. I think it's it's super helpful yeah and and also contracts, like even just. A little contract that says, you know, on this day, we decided that, you know, we're going to have this partnership and that I will post one post by, by this date or two stories by this date with a swipe up, whatever the expectation is, like, have it in a contract form, like, I will sign it, have the brand sign it. It just, Makes it feel way more professional. It covers your bases and it protects both parties.
1: Yeah, I usually do a like little blurb that I have um, and send it to that person, and then they basically just have to copy and paste it and write that their name and that they agree, and we're good. Um, because as long as they've copied and pasted it, then that technically, you know, in I guess in the eyes of the law, would mean that that they've read it. So they just repost that for me in a message um, with their name and that they agree. And then that for me is the little contract uh, that I usually use with people. Um, it just makes it, it makes it feel a little bit more formal so mm-hmm. that, I don't know. So I guess I feel like I have a leg to stand on when I do bother. And You, do, and you, do,
0: have, <laughs> you do have a leg to stand on too. Like both sides need to Definitely consider themselves if you're if you're this is your small business. If an influencer is thinking of their social media as a business, you need to treat it as such. And it's okay right. to write contracts, it's okay to sign your name. Like, those are those are important things. And just because you're giving away a product for a post and there's no money involved. It's still so important. It's protecting your time. It's protecting your product. It's protecting your brand and your money that you're putting into it. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely something that's really important. And I will also link um, – I will make up a just a basic contract that you can give as an influencer or a brand in between an exchange like this and just, I don't know, feel a little bit better or more protected.
1: Yeah, I, it's – at the end of the day, you are trying to be a business as a as a person and you need something to back it up. And I know there's a there's quite a few people that have contacted me and they the way that they wanted to brand themselves was a little off what my brand is. I think most most people want to see a brand that is, I don't know, eighty-five percent life and fifteen percent brands um, And so I think finding a way to kind of mash up your time between promoting yourself and promoting a brand is it really comes back to that that argument of do you have the time to actually do this um, and be honest with yourself? like you said you were you were honest with the most recent person who reached out to you and if you can't find that that space in your feed and you can't find that that space in in your life and in your timeline then just say not right now let's try because i've done it quite a few times and i said i'm really so swamped right now can you contact me again in 2 months and people do and it works out and yes yes so also just don't stop trying i promise <laughs> if if i've not answered your message immediately. It doesn't mean that I'm not interested. It probably just means I'm really busy.
0: Right. Exactly. Or that I mentally replied and I'm really sorry for that. But yeah, Oh my gosh. I, I think everybody can relate to that for sure. And yeah, definitely. I actually have a list of summaries. And one of the things that I'll say is it is so okay to politely decline, you guys. I feel... Like people forget that they can say no, and I think it's probably because you're when they see your brand, they they want to work with you and they want to represent Poppy Laurel. They want to see their kids in those beautiful clothes, so they want to say yes. But sometimes it's just not good timing, and it's okay to politely decline or continue the conversation at a time that works better for both of you guys. It creates more of a win. Entirely. I think people are so afraid to say no for fear of hurting the person on the other end or, you know, for fear that the relationship might not continue, but they're not really looking at the big picture of what it's going to be like to say yes and not be able to follow through or, you know, I just. No, I, I get that. I would much rather someone say, I can't. Fit you
1: in right now but maybe six months from now or I've gotten a few times um especially when I was in the sling like heavy in the sling business I've gotten well I'm working with a really similar brand so I can't promote you right now and I've said okay when can you promote me and we've worked you know we've gone from there and it's not that they said no but they They did it with class and they did it with honesty. So I was able to rearrange my schedule of saying, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to reach out to this person six months from now. I'm going to reach out to this other person now because I've got somebody on the back burner. So when they can work with me, they will.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's just all about having an honest conversation. I mean, it's, we're, we're. People behind
0: these yeah, That's it's the not- biggest takeaway, you guys, in this whole conversation. Just have the dialogue. Just be honest with your expectations. I'm sure and- my
1: husband will laugh about me talking about communication so much because I'm probably not the best person to say that. <laughs> but I swear in business, well, I'm better communicating. Right. I feel like we're
0: all very different in our personal lives and how we communicate than <laughs> our professional lives. Let's hope, anyhow. <laughs> I know for me. And so speaking of conversations and just um, I guess with the email that I would have responded with the example I gave earlier, say so you reached out to me and got that response back. And the big question I asked at the end whenever I work with the brand is what would a win look like for you with this partnership? I would love to hear from a small business side what a win looks like in a partnership and you know what, so what your goal usually is. There's definitely accounts that
1: I solely, uh, man, I just want your pretty photos, um, <laughs> because it's really hard as a, a sole business owner to get those photos. It's, I mean, I have photo shoots and whatnot, but as far as as content for social media, it's really hard to keep a bunch in in the queue. Um, I just, I just don't have that time. So there are times where I'm like man can you just get me like eight to ten really pretty photos they could you know five of them could be taken within five seconds of each other and look pretty pretty much the same but at least I'll have those photos for future social media posts um to put into the queue and then other times I really do get down a little bit more to the brass tacks and you know they say well I have you know this is their their stats uh via their their blog or or social media, and I say, look, I'd really like to gain some followers, or I would really like more traction on my website because I, you know, gotta love Shopify. They they actually show me what comes via Instagram straight to my website, so I can see those just stati- statistics directly through my website, and I'm able to see what person from Instagram sent them there. So there's a, been a few times where I'm like, I really, I need you to plug the website, you know, three, four times. Um mm-hmm. But mostly right now as a small business, it really is all about the content. Uh, so I really just look for photos. Um, other than that. Yeah. If you like, if you really wear it a lot or, are you using a lot? Yes, a plug would be awesome all the time. Followers would be awesome. I do love, I really love doing giveaways, which is really bad mm-hmm. because because I, I would do a giveaway a week if I could.
0: I know, um, they're so much fun. They're just
1: they're just a lot of fun. I just, like, just like, like seeing people like stuff. Yeah, yeah. I it just because I know I love winning things. I mean, it's I mean it takes zero time. When well, that zero time, some people spend a lot of time with their comments, but. I love it. It's just fun. So a lot of times I'll ask someone to do a giveaway with me and there will be certain things that I want to see out of that giveaway. I want to see, you know, a, a spike in followers, um, or I want to see a spike in, like, if I'm about to go live uh, over a new collection or something like that, I'll ask them to do, you know, the, go to my stories to see the info on the giveaway, you know, so that everyone's directed. But that I mean, you got to kind of give and take on
0: how much people are willing to vote to post about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you yeah, know, I, I think that's really – I think what I love that you said about what a win for you would be is that you touched on how important the content creation is. And I just want to bring that up because I know there are a lot of moms listening who are just getting started in this space and might not have a lot of followers Or, you know, whatever the case may be, I think that's really inspiring for them to hear that, hey, there's a place for me. Here's Even if if when I'm pitching to a brand, I might not be able to say, hey, I have 100,000 followers and I can get you this many sales or this would be a reach that would be a win for you. I can come to the table and say, "Look at these beautiful photos that I can create for you and your brand. I love your dresses, I love your clothes. I think seeing my little Charlie in that outfit paired with this headband would be adorable. Like let me know if there's any way that I can help there and and then you know, that's just a way to, to build a relationship and be a win-win for both of you. So I just when you brought that up, I thought that was a good point. I didn't want to.
1: Starting out small is not a bad thing. I've worked, I mean, I've, I've sent bonnets and bows and, um, and a few slings to people with less than 500 followers because they had stunning photos. And I literally looked at their page and thought, how do you not have more people following you? Mm -hmm. I just like looking at your pretty photos. -hmm. So yeah, Yeah. you take a picture. Don't don't put yourself down. Don't think, oh, I can't. I mean, I was a very small, small, small business and contacted you, and it ended up working out. Like, don't put yourself down and think that you're not going to be able to get that brand because if your work is behind it, if your work shows that that you do a good job, then that's all you need to stand on, and you'll make it there on you know on your content alone. And that will be a building step for you. So don't be afraid.
0: Amen. And that is why if you look at any description about this podcast or about what my goal and mission is with this, it is not to get you more followers. And it is not necessarily to get you more money. It is for moms to feel inspired to do purposeful content creation. Like, I don't care if you have two followers I don't care if you have a million followers, just knowing what your voice is, knowing what you want to represent, who you want to work with, just the the more meat and potatoes to everything. It's not the numbers.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, I will look at at messages or not messages, but comments on your posts. I mean, okay, great. You have less than 500 followers, but are all the comments on your posts like actually genuine are you gushing about this whatever that you came across and and are you doing it honestly in a in a real kind of way if you are then you're the type of person that I want to work with if you're trying to plug you know something to try to get on their radar that's probably not going to work as well as just honestly liking what you do you have to have that passion behind it because it might not seem visible through a photo, but it
0: is. Mm-hmm. It is so true. So to wrap up just the conversation that Brittany and I just had about brand and influencer relationships and professionalism, I think I'm going to tell you a few takeaways. And the biggest number one is just being open with your expectations and what your timelines are. It's Everybody's a human in these interactions. We all value our time. This, most people listening to this podcast are moms. We all have kids. We all know that stuff happens, but we still have voices. We still have emails. We still have texts. We still have DMs. It's important to keep the dialogue going, whether your response is that there's going to be a delay or whatever the case may be. But with starting the conversation, I think it's really important to be detailed in what the deliverable is, when it will be delivered and what's agreed upon so here i think it's important to be very specific so when you're talking to a brand have a date in mind that the content can be posted agree on it and put it in your calendar put it in your calendar put about a week before a reminder to create the content that way it's not showing up to the deadline and you're like crap i haven't taken the picture yet um and that way, that's a good time a week before that date as a brand, that's a good time to reach out and just remind the influencer, maybe say, hey, just checking in, want to make sure everything fit well, wanted yep. to make sure you were happy with the product, looking forward to your post next week. So I think that's a really good way to get everybody established on a timeline that's happy. Um, another thing we talked about was a contract. Uh, I will put a template for a contract in the show notes, but Just getting it in writing once you establish what the deliverables are, when they're going to be due. Just putting it in writing, signing your name, and being a professional. I think it's a professional courtesy on both ends and just something to protect your time and your brand. Oh, as I said earlier, it's okay to politely decline. You don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have, as a brand, you don't have to say yes to every influencer that reaches out for a free product. And as an influencer, you don't have to say yes to every free product that comes your way know what your time looks like, know what your message is, what aligns with you and be very, very, um, rigid with that. Um, I do have a, a question before I move on because I had wrote down on my takeaway notes, um, that it's okay to even return products, but do, do people return products to you? Or if it doesn't work out, do you just let them keep the product? Do you ask for it back? How does that work? So I will say that
1: I have never asked for it back, even though I probably should have. Uh, honestly, I kind of just write it off as a loss and, and get a little down about it for, I don't know, 24 hours <laughs> and then try to move on. Um, I I don't know if I would ever
0: ask for product back. Uh, and I think that's probably the – I mean, I think it's – I don't know. So this is just me personally anyway. I guess I would feel like – it might seem tacky if somebody asked for it back, but I also know on my end I wouldn't be opposed to saying, "Hey, this didn't fit or this didn't work for me. Do you care if I pop it back in the mail to you?" Maybe just like a professional courtesy thing if that was the reason. Is God, maybe we be... could just establish that here? Yeah, just it into the universe.
1: I mean, I've had a few people, you know, this doesn't fit or especially with the when I was doing the slings, I had quite a few people say, "I just can't figure it out." And I'm like, "I will help on FaceTime with you." You don't have you know you don't have to worry. I I will help you. Uh, let's let's figure this out and honestly it all goes back to just conversation. If if there's something not working out about it for you, tell me what that is. If we can fix it, let's do it, but I won't know until you say something. And I'll just okay. so I think we'll
0: hear. just we'll just make this a rule, right? But maybe it would be a little bit tacky to ask for a product back, but as, as an influencer side of things, it would show a lot of professional courtesy if you weren't going to use it and the partnership wasn't going to work to just pop it back in the mail for the person.
1: Yeah, or uh, yeah, it would, that would I mean, just an like, incredible would, amount of we'll just, professional courtesy. Yeah, um, so
0: we'll just make that a thing right here because I, I had that written down. I didn't want to forget to ask about that.
1: And if you uh, did that, I would 120% send you something else. Like if you were honest about, Hey, this one thing didn't work well, or say, I I don't know, we, we got bows and and they aren't matching any of our things. I'm going to send them back. And I would say, what can I send you that were, will work? Because if I want to work with you, then I want to work with you, not based on the, the exact product I gave you. It's, it's because you seem like you are aligned with, the business that i've got what can we do to make it so that this is mutually beneficial
0: i love that okay i'm glad we touched on that because i think we just answered a question we both had and i think it might i don't know maybe it'll spark something that will help business owners in the future too yeah that's so, yeah so open expectations and dialogue having a contract in place politely declining if it doesn't fit into your schedule um Returning the product if that's something that you can do, just pop in something in the mail that doesn't work, and specific deadlines, putting these into your calendar helps both ends and just in terms of- prof- being professional, just treat your Instagram as a business just as these brands are r- having their small business. I think if you keep it keep that mindset that way, it just helps you
1: it can only help you grow. I mean, it can't. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're not it does not, not hurt to be professional. <laughs> there's nothing bad that can come out of being professional versus not being professional. And, and just being able to reach out immediately if you know that there's a delay or an issue or setback, not being afraid to have that conversation instead of just ghosting. Yeah. Um. I think as a mom, one big thing I, I always do is think of, okay, if Cameron or Charlotte were in this position, like how would I want them to react? Like, I would be mortified if they were ghosting (laughs) businesses. Like, I don't know. I would be if I found out like, oh, they were like, oh, yeah, that didn't work. So I just never reached back out to that mom. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, my God, that mom just hand-sewed three dresses like today. (laughs) And you were one of them. And they were really counting on you. Like, I would be mortified. So I don't know. Just does it go back to the golden rule? Like, treat others how you would like to be treated. You know? (laughs) I, I, it's, it's so true. It's so simple. Um, And I think it can go a long way in just your overall reputation as an influencer and as a brand to work with. And I'm, I'm just so excited that we had this conversation. I think, you know, it's all about being firm with your expectations and mutual gratitude and grace. Just as much as stuff happens on the influencer side, you know, you're, the brands are people too. And dude, you're a mom hand sewing all these designs. Like, with kids. And I can't imagine like what the day to day must be like. So I think just having grace, giving grace to each other in these relationships and being honest, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's got
1: it. I mean, it has to come back to honesty because we don't know each other. I am putting my faith in you. You're putting your faith in me that I'll get you the product. So it just just everyone be honest
0: and <laughs> it'll work mm-hmm. out okay. It's so easy, you guys. It, it sounds so easy when we say it out loud. Like I, know. This, <laughs> and I And I hope this really helps so many brands and influencers. I am so, so happy that you took the time to come on and have this conversation today. Thank I'm so you glad so you much. asked that question at the in the Facebook group. And I hope people feel like the, it's a comfortable place to come and ask questions and that we can have an open dialogue about because- I think we all, like you said, we all have the same goals in mind. We all want to be, you know, compensated. We all want to be respected and appreciated. We all want to grow. So, I loved yeah. and I I loved having this conversation with you today. And I definitely would love to continue the conversation too over on Facebook if there's any other brands definitely. or influencers who have something to add in. But you are a mom boss and you are amazing. And I appreciate you taking an hour out of your time. I know you have such a busy schedule and so much to do, but to be on the podcast and influence the way people handle brand relationships, I think it's huge. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I've really really enjoyed it. It was entirely self-serving when I posted that. So I'm shocked that you were you were okay with with talking about it with me because I really <laughs> I I was more in the question zone than anything. So I I really appreciate it.
0: Oh my gosh, you're sweet and totally not self-serving because I think that I think this conversation is really (laughs) going to help a lot of other brands. I think they're going to be saying thank you so much, Brittany, owner of Popular World, for asking that question because (laughs) they've been burned too. They've had, and you know, people are afraid to speak up. So I'm glad you did. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Brittany. Thank you. You guys, this might have been one of my favorite favorite episodes that I have recorded yet because it was just such an open dialogue between a brand and an influencer. And I think there's just so much to consider on both sides of a partnership that maybe isn't being communicated exactly the way me and Brittany were able to talk about it openly today. So I hope that helps you out if you're a brand. I hope it helps you out if you're an influencer. I hope it helps you guys build stronger communication, better campaigns and partnerships and I just can't wait to see how it unfolds for all of you. And and don't forget to join the um, MIP, MIP Insiders Facebook group. And that is where this conversation and this entire podcast episode came from. Brittany was comfortable enough to come on there and ask this question. And then we were able to open up this beautiful dialogue. So I hope to see you guys over there. If you like the podcast, please leave a rating and review and subscribe. I love having you guys here. Thank you so, so much.